0: Welcome, everybody, to Your Voice on the Mark with me, Jenna Mark. And today's guest is, I don't even think there's enough words to describe him, so I'm going to steal Paper Magazine's quote and say, he is the alt-rock version of Frank Ocean. (laughs) Um, It's true. It's on the Internet. Google the article. Um, Welcome, Ryan Starr. Thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me. I'll take the, now, now, I can, now I can say that you've said that wonderful quote. Sure, We'll keep, we'll keep <laughs> paying it forward. Uh, yeah, no, thanks for having me, super fun.
0: We're gonna talk about a bunch of different things, but let's continue that conversation we were having about Station Head, because I think of all the things you do, that is so relevant.
1: Station Head is a relentless beast we are building. Um, and when you're growing a company, uh, you know from a vision and an idea, uh, backstage at the Bowery Ballroom, <laughs> all the way to, you know, getting investors and 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 truly trying to recreate um, radio for the for the new world. Um, it's it is it is simply relentless. You're climbing up Mount Everest alone.
0: For somebody who might not be familiar with Station Head, briefly explain it.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, well, simply Stationhead, uh, you know, is a platform where um, you know. These 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 DJs can have their own radio stations from, from their phone. Uh, and that means they could talk and they could have callers on, live callers, and they could play music. Um, it, it's, it, you know, in modern terms, you would you would call it social audio. Uh, and, and in the old model, you would, you know, voice and music, you would say, yeah, like we've made it where YouTube lets you have a TV station, radio station head, you know, lets you have a radio station. And and I see a world where just like we're all walking around with photo galleries in our pockets and our whole social Rolodex in our pockets, like we're gonna walk around with our, you know, this is my radio station in my pocket, but not in, not in the old sense of the word, because nobody, nobody, nobody had more of a, a bad taste in their mouth from, from the old model of radio than I, than I did. You know, being through the model and having even, even successful songs played on the radio, um, really seeing how, how broken that model became over time was, was, was truly the inspiration behind, behind creating it for the future.
0: What left the bad taste in your mouth about radio? Uh,
1: well, again, it was very it, ser- it served me at a time when that was how you got your music out to the world um, And your voice out, but I own I own my, my master's for the first time in my life since I was a kid and Madonna signed my band when I was when I was a kid Because um, some radio DJ took a shot on my band and like played played it took a chance and, and, and broke my band You know and uh, years later. I remember going around the country and, you know, you'd go to play these radio shows and, and, and you'd go, uh, you know, go because you want to hook up the, the, the the radio station and, uh, you know, give them some value. So maybe they'll play your song and it costs a lot of money to ship you around the country. I mean, it's so, it sounds so crazy, but I mean, tens and tens of thousands of dollars every day out the window just to like, you know, have good faith with a radio station that might or might not play your song. And, and, you know, you basically using the artist and using your talent and time and efforts uh, and then I, I heard one too many times, uh, from, from very influential old guard, you know, people that, that would say, Hey, Hey K, we don't, we don't break the hits, we play the hits. And to me, that was like, it just felt very offensive, you know, and it felt like this is, well, this is broken. Well, how, how someone never going to take a chance, how someone going to, going to make it these days. And that's why you saw, you know, new artists going to other platforms and, and, and other ways to get out there to the world, because that, that seemed broken and. Um, you know, for me, station head was a way to to bypass those gatekeepers and have a direct message, you know, direct uh, communication uh, with 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 your audience, and to light it up, light up the airwaves yourself. Like we say, the air belongs to you. Like it didn't belong to that guy. The air belongs to us. You know, that's that's how we feel.
0: We don't b- break the hits. We play the hits. So how are they supposed to become a hit beforehand? Sorry, that's right,
1: too- right. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I thought it's broken and it needs to be fixed. Yeah.
0: Got it. Okay. Well, I would understand why you thought it was broken. Now, hundred percent. Who knew that when you started this, a pandemic was going to arise and create this like need for digital communities, the way that we need them now.
2: Yeah.
1: No. It's it's happening. That no one's no one's arguing the need for you know social connection, human connection through through a digital worlds. You know.
0: You were onto something.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there's a cool feeling when you're when you're early on something. It, it it's it's a it's a it's quite um, lonely and uh, kind of a struggle because you're 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 convincing people something that that you believe in from your very particular um, narrow experience. Like like you know when, the way I've seen human connection at two a.m in a parking lot in Michigan, you know, and hanging with some kids that like got caught at the border, you know, like, and then playing a show for them at two in the morning to like give them what they came for and then learn about them through my music and learn about them through talking, um, you know, and then and then you realize there's not really anything with all the connection we have these days. And, you know, there's still no real place to, to do that um, unless you're like taking a caller on, sirius xm or z100 or something and like there was no democratized way to do that so so yeah i i I came from a place where i understood the value of that true connection not the hey look at me i'm i'm a brand on you know instagram video but like hey i'm talking to you and i'm in your head right now and you're talking to me and you're in my head right now and let's play a song and let's connect and get real might be your authentic self i've experienced that in the real world and and that that is quite what we were like Going after building station head, um, and yeah, so so on one end you're like trying to convince people while they're all saying you need video, you need this, and you know all these things, and then and then it arrives like you just mentioned the tier people people understand the value of social audio now, and uh, now there's another struggle which is like okay make sure that you're you're in the front make sure you're in the front and you win you win that space you know
0: who knew that when you started this a pandemic was going. To arise and create this like need for digital communities, the way that we need them now.
2: Yeah, no,
1: it's it's happening. That no one's no one's arguing the need for you know social connection, human connection through through a digital world, You know,
0: you were onto something.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a cool feeling when you're when you're early on something. It, it, it's it's a it's a it's quite. Um, lonely and uh, kind of a struggle because you're 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 convincing people something that that you believe in from your very particular um, narrow experience. Like like you know when, the way I've seen human connection at two a.m. in a parking lot in Michigan. You know, and hanging with some kids that like got caught at the border. You know, like and then playing a show for them at two in the morning to like give them what they came for and then learn about them through my music and learn about them through talking. Um, you know, and then, and then you realize there's not really anything with all the connection we have these days. And, you know, there's still no real place to, to do that um, unless you're like taking a caller on Sirius XM or Z one hundred or something and like there was no democratized way to do that. So so yeah, I, I, I came from a place where I understood the value of that true connection, not the, hey, look at me, I'm I'm a brand on you know, Instagram video, but like, hey, I'm talking to you and I'm in your head right now, and you're talking to me and you're in my head right now, and let's play a song and let's connect and get real, might like, be your authentic self. I've experienced that in the real world and and that that is quite what we were like. Going after building station head, um, and yeah, so so on one end you're like trying to convince people while they're all saying you need video, you need this, and you know all these things, and then and then it arrives like you just mentioned the tier people people understand the value of social audio now, and uh, now there's another struggle which is like okay make sure that you're you're in the front make sure you're in the front and you win you win that space you know
0: has t- I wasn't gonna ask you this but because you just said this has TikTok like altered how you what you like TikTok is so interactive like that's what separates it from Instagram or Facebook and everyone t- describes Stationhead as like Facebook Live meets Spotify because that essentially is what it is but like the interactiveness that that TikTok has kind of like transpired has that changed anything about the approach with Stationhead
1: uh you know i i haven't felt that because you know TikTok really owns this short form content this like real shocking like really a thing that addictive quick thing and it serves such an entertaining purpose um but you know the connection and like like when you're engaging on the station platform it feels very different it more to like what you said like you're kind of talking over your playlist like to people and having callers and it strikes a little more of this long, it's a, it's, a, it's a deeper investment, not like work, but it's a deeper investment, like emotionally, like it's, it's not something you're just like, you know, quickly just thrown up to be cute. It's like you're, something you're gonna walk away with and maybe having a profound moment. We have people that come up to the office in Brooklyn, you know, taking a Greyhound bus with like their last time to, to come meet the team that like built station ed because it's changed their lives or it cured their loneliness. You know, like that's that's impactful, especially for my team to hear what they're building is mattering in that way, in real value.
0: Is Station had just the start, and is it is that an example of what will probably happen across the industry?
1: I've I've seen both worlds, the the, the physical world. I've 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 experienced them from both ends. You know, being a performer and a and a spectator um, from the from the digital world and the and the physical world. And there's there's a need, clearly we're connecting on digital every day. I mean, we're we're in love with our phones, you know, like truly like in love, going to bed with them and <laughs> sleeping with. Them. so uh, you know, there's a love affair that's happening and, and so we can't obviously we're gonna connect there, and and I don't think that's really anything new, but I think there's some learnings and and this this um pandemic, this like forced stay at home this pause, this like frozen in time feeling has uh, made us like really understand it because it's very clear that's how we're connecting. I, 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 don't, I don't know if anything will ever have to say, hey, we've replaced it, but I think we have a long way to go um, to like make it more, you know, look less toxic, more inviting uh, and and more, more profound. You know, like, you know, I, th- I think there's ways to have like these truly memorable moments um, and and from what I hear, you know, in Stationed, for example, it's you know, it's that moment when you're at like a concert and someone tells you what the song's about, and like you just you'll never forget that moment. And they play the song, and there's a, and who you're with in the car when they're playing it for the first and things like that. Those moments, um, you know, I feel I see them happening on Stationed, for example, and I and I think it's like just another level. It's not as topical of like a comment or like hey, I'm just going to post something and quickly. Like we're not, it's not as like you know, habitual and like, I'm just mindlessly doing it. It's like there's real intent, there's real, real thought and intention that go into, uh, you know, uh, what I'm saying in station Edge platform with a, a true authenticity of who you are. And I, and I think that's a trend that will continue to happen. Like not just enough to like connect people, but are you, you know, connecting them with deep intentions and deep results? You know, I think that's what we're gonna be looking for more.
0: There's something so special about this, and I, I don't know if I can describe it. I think you can probably describe it better. That unites people, like, all over the place. It's not – it, it, it kind of, I feel like, shrinks the distance a little bit between us.
1: Yeah, sure. Look, even, like you just mentioned, even, even geographically, you know, radio currently, I mean, it, it, at most it could hit a region or a, a country. Um, legally there there's all sorts of reasons why that that's the case too even with the technology but um you know we just had polo g just released his record uh a little while ago um and he did his global listening experience on station head and he had fans from over 160 countries tune in all at the same time he's calling people in jamaica in italy in hawaii like it was he's on air with these fans just listening to a record for the first time with him while he's calling Murda Beats Up, like the producer on his record, like and his collaborators and they're all just having this global experience, you know, together uh, and truly connecting. And like, again, it wasn't some like, you know, there wasn't a lot of visual noise in this, you know, there's there's the chat and there's a lot of other touch points to be engaged. But really, you know, you're talking to them and you're just listening to their their voice in your head and he's in theirs like there is an intimacy that's just that's just out of the gate that happens with with the voice um and uh and then yeah to go and play the song and connect like that it was great and it really felt like we were all in one room of course uh yet we were oceans apart no no doubt
0: that's so cool to me that it's like it's like i i just i don't know how it didn't exist before but i'm glad you
1: you know, well that that's that's the cool thing. Like the internet, you think it nailed everything. You know, you can get um, you know pet food and 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 diapers to your door, <laughs> for all, and you could uh, you know alcohol you know comes from an app, and um, you're meeting dates and and making love on that. I mean, all, all it's unbelievable that it really captured it. But yet, yet the internet left behind uh, the, the, the voice creator, the, 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 the radio left behind radio. Like we, we did TV, we did photography, we did even journalism on Twitter. Like, but yet it left live interactive radio, uh, behind. Like it was a forgotten thing and it's not, I look at podcasts and, you know, the excitement around what we're doing right now. But I, but I, but I do believe there's an element of like, that's the flip phone. That's just the early point of realizing that getting a conversation like this together. But man, Station Head is, it's, it's, it's technicolor, you know, it's everything. It, it kind of brings the, the the next level of it all together. So so yeah, it's amazing that the internet left it behind and that's why that's why we're doing it.
0: I'm glad you're doing it because yeah. I, I just think it's fascinating.
1: Yeah, as for, as for anyone listening, thinking like all the good ideas have been taken, who who would have thunk, <laughs> you know, like, hey let's do this, you know, just backstage at the Bowery Ballroom like yeah, let's make radio, let's do it
0: <laughs> backstage at the it's like i could that could be like an episode of like Seinfeld backstage at the
2: bowery
1: Ballroom. yeah it, it it really was i mean it really was it was it was a a, a very a very you know aha one of those moments, you know like that's it's the first chapter in the book of course
0: that that's great, okay, so we've talked about your current situation with station head and being an entrepreneur and a businessman but let's go back to where it all started a little bit not exactly where it all started i'm not talking like childhood started but your music career so let's rewind to 2010 a little album called 1159 you released it it kind of was that introduction and the al- like your music is very everyone everyone always says like this song was about this and there's always a story behind the song but you describe your album as autobiographical so what was that experience like to have something that so basically is your story and then it's received as well as it
1: was i th- i think that falls in line of of, I think, you know, one of, one of the tried and true methods about, you know, putting your truth out there, like your story out there and it relating to people and hitting, hitting home. Uh, the first, the first lyric I ever wrote, <laughs> uh, it just made me think, you know, after I moved on from my rock band, it was a song called So Ordinary. It didn't make the 1159 record, but it, it got me there. And, um, the lyric was stop trying to be so ordinary, be strong, be brave, and begin your story. And I think that's a thing, right? Like everyone we we consume so much. And you know, where do we learn to do like duck lips or whatever those you know, like where do you learn that you just learn it and then you do it and you emulate it and you try? And everyone needs like some sort of base to like, hey, I'm gonna aspire to be that. But that just gets you off the ground, it gives you some direction to move forward. And I, and I think that the, the sage advice that, that, that is handed down and almost sounds cliche, right? Uh, and, and a lot of cliches sound like cliches, but as, as you get older and more experienced, I think you do realize that the cliches are wisdom. But that whole like be you thing, you know, is, is real. I, it just is. And it doesn't mean you're going to make it, but the only way to actually make it um, and I don't even just mean from a from a commercial point of view of making it, although it includes that, but I mean from like hey, you lived your life and you're past you' you're you're gone you're you're done here, uh, making it that way too, feeling like you did the right thing and you you, you spoke your truth i think I think the only, only way to make it and really connect with people um, is to tell your story and like to truly um you know, unapologetically and authentically be yourself. Um, I think it's a very attractive thing to people. Um, but it's a very hard thing to do. And, I, and I'm, I'm talking from right here thinking that I've done it and, I, and I'm not sure I totally have. Uh, but I know that's the way to do it. And, and other people can make it, you can use a million examples of some copycat, like, they'll, they'll have fun, they'll make money, like, they'll, they'll, they'll have a hot, you know, moment in TikTok land or whatever. But like, I mean really make it. I mean like the ones that you, you probably do aspire to be and like those are where they are because there was only one of them just like there's only one of you and there's only one of me. And and, and harnessing that and figuring out a way to communicate that um, is, is a prerequisite.
0: With that being said, what what was the bigger life lesson, right? Because if you're being you and you're being vulnerable and putting this out there.
1: They, they've all been connected to like the same lesson I'm after. And and, and this is, if, if anyone's interested this far in this conversation, then this is the, this is the meat. And I think um, that feeling we've all had where we're like, they, they call it your gut, and you call it your instinct, right? Or, or whatever, and they've even studied that there's, there's real brain down there too. Like there's reason you feel it here. Um, I'm no expert in that, but that's as much as I know. But, I, but when I look back, uh, i I feel um because to answer your question i don't i don't i don't think i've done any of that like i I still think i'm longing for it and i I think when i look back though i i look at moments where i felt that and then i quickly ignore it and then i quickly get my well i I acknowledge it but i'm like i don't know what to do with that that feeling of like i know it's right or i know this isn't right but like then you're somehow your, your brain starts working and then you're a smart kid and you start you start processing it and you start explaining it to people and you hear yourself talk and now you're buying the and then like you add it up and someone else. And now you're just getting, now you're this whole sales flow of like you figured it out. It's like, this is like vetted. It works. And it's so far from like this, that feeling, whenever you feel that, figure that out, figure that out, like test it, figure like figure out how to talk, let that talk and do some actions for you. Because uh, I look back and I think the moments I've been closest to reacting and, and Following through with that, whether it was a song, whether it was a conversation, whether it was a, a, a move in life, um, that's when things have worked right. And every time I've ignored it and processed it and convinced it to chill out is something that set me on a, a wrong path um, and something I deeply regret. Even even if it, you know, made money for me or something, it still didn't, it still doesn't, it still didn't set me up for the right thing. The world, I think, has a natural flow of things. And um I think uh, someone like me, I come from, I, I'd, be, I'd be the first to start teaching people like, hey, don't, don't work as hard as you think you got to work. I, I, I overwork. I come from a long line of like, you know, you, you, didn't, you didn't work out hard enough unless you threw up at the end. Like, I, I come from like a you don't stop. And I'm trying to unlearn that a little bit. And I think it's growing up like New York, you know, Jewish Long Island kid, American, you know, be number one. I think if we were train this. So I only know how to like grab things and make them make them happen and I think there's it's a commendable trait no doubt I think working hard is important but I think you could overdo it sometimes and and like mess up what the world had intended for you in the first place and I have some examples where like things were moving in the right way and then I decided to grab it and 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 I think I've shifted you you were strong enough people to actually shift it and shake the cosmic world to say like no do it this way and that's incredible power but sometimes you also have to trust things were going to go in the right way. Um, it's a weird answer, uh, but I actually think it's an accurate answer for your question if you rewind it. I don't know why. <laughs> no, not weird. I feel. love
0: this answer. Yeah. So how, when you, you said that there have been times where you tried to control it and you didn't listen to the gut or the, the feeling. So when you tried to control it, did it not work out? Did it work
1: out? Did it? It worked out, but it didn't. It didn't. It didn't work out to the the truth we're talking about. It didn't. It took me on a different path, and that path worked out because you know you, we make things work. Like you know, so you just you, you figure it out. And you but um, but it it didn't work out to like that authentic path, you know. Um, and and look, it comes up for anybody. And it, this isn't this isn't about like mistakes. It's about. Um, it's about again, following what, what your, your truth is. And like what you, what you're supposed, like what you're meant to do, um, versus what you've convinced yourself to do. And then you get accolades on that and, you know, it's all good. So I guess, I guess in a weird way, what I'm trying to say is my, my best work is in front of me, um, from the things I've learned.
0: Great. So does that mean more music?
1: (laughs) Yeah. At some point first, first it's station head. You know, a lot of people ask me, um, what you know how do you how are you not like putting out so much music anymore or um making songs like it's it's who you are your whole life isn't that weird thing and you know i i i remember you know the most pure moments of like me sitting on my bed growing up with an acoustic guitar and like writing songs and like letting it channel through me um which are always my favorite moments like where it just happened and um i i think about like how i was feeling at those times and it it was always like wow i want to like make music that could inspire and change the world you know very very big dreams for a kid and um i want to i want to make music that will that will emotionally affect people and like maybe maybe inspire them all right and um
0: you you did did that part though the emotionally affecting people you definitely did
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no and and I've experienced that and 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 I and I know I have. And I've I've been around the world and I've seen like lyric tattoos on people. I mean, I I I've, I've experienced a lot of the, the 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 profound change that people have had through my music and that's really really uh, as far as like living life like wow, these are those are big experiences. Uh, really really awesome, but um with station Ed, it's like a weird it's it's a different version. It's like I have the, those same goals or the boxes are being checked it's like create something that can emotionally hit people inspire them change them and if anything it's at scale it's cross-genre this is a platform this is for the world i want my grandkids i mean this is like am fm xm and then in station head you have the on you know this is this is the future and the things we could do with that so i very much feel like i'm creating um a, a, a great a great piece of work a great song a great album a great music career like through through station head right now um those creative boxes are very much being checked and and the dream is exactly in line with with the same kid that's that's sitting on his bed with a guitar
0: and you probably never would have guessed as a kid that that could be one of the boxes that you check uh
1: no yeah i don't think i don't think that's i don't think anyone really can imagine it's always interesting where you, where you wind up. Um, I did, when I look back, I've been chased around by, or I don't know what chased around were, but th- there was a movie I saw when I was 15. It was called Pump Up the Volume with Christian Slater, early 90s film. And my band used to like walk out to lines from that movie. Like when we were kids with a vamp that we'd walk out to and the lights were down would be, um, you know, Steal the air, say a million times if you want. to you decide uh, the air you know uh, keep the air alive, talk hard uh, th- These were all like call to arms about the youth taking your voice and your punk rock music and changing the world right and um i I have these clips, and like i you know when i when I look back now and and then I had my experiences at radio and, and all these things like we talked about and how we got here, but when I look back now, I realize. You know, and at the end of that film, if you remember, the, the lights go down, and like you hear, you know, a, a thousand voices in the wilderness just erupt. Like, hey, this is Samantha, in Ohio. This is Teen Line. You know, call me with what's on your mind. Yo, this is Tony, in New York. We're playing Ramones, Punk Rock, all night. and all these pirate radio stations erupt. And it was a fictitious movie, but like uh, that—that's—that's that's what we created. That's like a, it's a cover song. It's, it's just like a cover song platform, you know. Um, and and it's funny because I, I I didn't realize somewhere in there was, it was uh, telling me we would make this my whole life. Like it's, it's wild to go back and look at these videos that, that these, these, these words uh, from a young Christian Slater were, 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 were preaching. Um, and I guess, I guess it was like those signs you look back you're like, oh wow, no, maybe I, maybe I did know I would, I would always do this and I just needed to go learn a bunch of things before I started.
0: Well, that's what I, that's what I was getting at. Maybe you needed to experience the brokenness of radio
1: yeah yeah i think i think to all these points it's like my my very particular experience and the very particular person i am and the way i took them in and the way i digested it and the way it broke my heart and the way it you know way i put my life savings on the line to do it i mean man i remember looking at my wife before i left for my last radio tour um and and it was like a rocky balboa moment like yo we're gonna do this i could do this we could bring it home i can make this happen and coming home empty-handed was like, you know, that was like, whoa, I never want an artist to go put it all on the line like I just did, only for, an op- only for a chance to maybe get to the starting line, knowing that it's completely controlled and there's no chance. It's broken, it's, it's controlled. And so, so like, I, I came home with a mission, mission. I was gonna be okay, but I, I, there's no world that I wanted that to keep existing for the, for the kids behind me.
0: It's interesting you say that because I feel a part of the reason why I started this podcast is there's so many independent musicians right now who are having to pivot, change what they're doing. You know, some released albums right before COVID were supposed to go on tour. You know, they can't make their money going on tour. So they're having to alter what they're doing. I mean, everyone knows, you know, the John legends, the Justin Timberlakes, like they're going to all be fine in the world but nobody really thinks about the other element of what lies within the music industry and so what do you think the future is for independent artists who have that fan base but maybe can't travel and perform because the venue is not going to be open you know like i think of like rockwood for instance and I mean, if they had to operate at 25% capacity, it's like three people. So like, it's not worth it for them to open up for an independent artist to come, you know, take the stage. Yeah. Where do you see that transition?
1: Well, Rockwood's a great one. Ken Rockwood's a dear friend and and uh, he's created quite the most like incredible, special thing that I've seen in my generation. I've only read books about music scenes in the past or artist scenes uh, in, in in cities that like, you know, were real. And, and I never had one until Rockwood, uh, hit the scene. Um, it was actually the first artist uh, that had a residency there when he first opened his doors. Uh, first artist to get the fire department to show, uh, shut it down for being over over capacity, which was not a, a crazy feat, like you mentioned, there are like 30 people. So, uh, you know, he, he's actually, particularly he's, he's having them, the artist come to his stage. He's doing like a highly produced video for them and selling tickets for those people to watch anywhere, right? But still, it's a rockwood experience. You know, you're not going to, sweat on someone or or uh you know flirt with the you know bartender or anything like that but like it's it's something it's it's bringing his experience the best he can right now um it's hard i mean yeah i mean i think about my my friends in merch uh, my friends in tour management my friends in lighting i mean yeah it's 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 tough it's broken um hopefully there is a light at the end of the tunnel um and but i think it goes beyond i think artists Look, artists are really clever. Like, part of what makes a good artist is uh, their they're, they're, they're like, um, incredible talent at being mischievous, right? Like, if you tell uh, somebody uh, you can't play drums on this record and you tie, like, both their hands behind their back, like, an artist is really good at figuring out, like, oh, shit, when I drop this mic really hard on the floor, it sounds, like, really cool. So, like you know, artists are really good about putting boundaries um, and then breaking them. Um, so so I, I, don't, I have my answer of how we've evolved into the future and it doesn't so much, it's not only relying on, on pandemic to, to exist, but it's been exemplified by connecting people in the most intimate way with their voices and their audio. And I encourage the artists listening to come over to station ed and, you know, get some tips and make some money and like, you know, get like play some music and talk hard.
0: You literally stole the words out of my mouth because I was going to say, they can always go to Station Head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said it.
0: <laughs> um, OK, so we, I want to play a game with you because you are from New York and you lived through quarantine in New York. But before we do that, I do have to ask you because it's my favorite song of yours. So, Last Train Home. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey. I, I tend to like the sadder songs. Yes. Don't, I don't know why. Um, for those of you that don't know, it is the, one of the theme songs on PS I love you, but what is, was that moment like when you got the call, like, Hey, we want this song. Cause that movie was was pretty big and it was kind of the first of your like trend of, you know, theme songs for movies and shows. I mean, you have a lot of them, but that one i feel like is so like the song the moment when the song comes on the scene that it's on it's so it's so pivotal to the mo- to the movie what was that like when you were like when they called you
1: uh it was pretty cool i was still making my 1159 record out in calabasas california and um the director uh wanted to do a cover song of a Chuck Prophet song, a great rock kind of icon. Uh, and it was called No Other Love. It was a really cool song. And, um, and he wanted it for the soundtrack. And I, and I love, I, I basically got into music, at least rock music, because of cinema, because of connecting music and uh, TV and, 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 and film more specifically. I mean, Cameron Crowe, made a movie called singles i heard that soundtrack and it was my bible uh, before that i was playing saxophone like kenny g wanting to that to be my life and uh and then i heard you know pearl jam and nirvana and spanish and pumpkins and 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 Soundgarden for the first time and i was i, I started a band the next day i mean it was like very very simple it was my calling um so my wires have always been crossed a little bit like that a good song needs to Make sense at the end credits of a film, and that's just how I looked at all of my songs. That's why they're quite exhausting to listen to. I think I, I hear people like a little pop hit, and I'm like, oh, I, wow. love
0: them, so <laughs> yeah. I love
1: them. So I was like it's really nice, but like I listen to my music, I'm like, oh, it's just exhausting. It's like oh, it's, it's a lot of emotion, and um, and then doing it's even more exhausting. But uh, he came and and he, he said, I want I want to do this, uh, Chuck. Chuck Prophet song, which you do it. And I had a little cold that day, I remember. And I and I went into the studio and I played the guitar and we had this like really cool setup and the band was playing and we we were in one take recorded no other love and it was uh beautiful. And I and I love one take stuff. Like I I really like I said, I really work hard, but I kind of hate it. I kind of it's like the one thing I don't like about myself that I I work really hard because I think that I like when things just happen naturally, like, hey, the song just popped out and it's sometimes it's my best work. That's why that's why I have a little thing going on there. But in this case, it was really beautiful. One take, uh, done, and you know, listen, enjoy, and go home. And um, then what happened was uh, he called me, so I'm really, I'm sorry. And uh, Chuck Prophet, actually he let me use his his original song on the on the soundtrack. And I was like, ah, oh, I was really psyched because it was a big movie coming out, and my record I still re- didn't really have much of a name, and the, the the record was coming out after the movie was coming out, so I thought it'd be really cool. All right, and he's like, but. I loved what you did so much that I would love to have one of your songs on the record. Can, can you send me what you're working on? And that we weren't, we were only halfway through the record. So I quickly, uh, like put a little edit together for last train home. And that was on the, on the board at the time and, uh, sent it to him and he's like, I love it. and, And it makes sense for the movie too. So I that's how I got on. So I still have this, uh, Chuck profit cover somewhere. I should find it cause I loved it so much. And, and, uh, last train home got on, which we worked out really nice.
0: Talk about luck that the song fit the movie so well.
1: Uh, Can yeah, you- I'm not, I'm not shy of like sappy emotional love songs, I guess. in the end of the day,
0: <laughs> like I said, I run to them. So, you know, I, I'm not the best judge here.
1: Yeah. Well, that's another one. Just me telling my story. I mean, that's literally how I met my wife. Uh, that's, that's a play by play. Um, for for my my truth
0: wait that's how
1: last you wife? La, well last train home i mean is the story of of me and my wife right
0: i i didn't know if it was that autobiographical or not
1: yeah they all are yeah i'll have to play it for you
0: okay you can play it on the podcast
1: <laughs> uh, nope. i guess that's the song
0: <laughs> you know you can pick the song you don't have to play that one Okay, so let's get into the game, because I always play a game with people. And I find that you living in Manhattan and being a local New Yorker, going through quarantine, New York never shuts down. So let's play Never Have I Ever, Quarantine Edition. Um, so you could just say yes or no. And I don't know, I can't give you a prize via Zoom, but brain check, I'll give you a prize next time.
1: <laughs> Do I need a drink for this?
0: You could, if you want to. You could- Take a sip if you want to. <laughs> I, I, I
1: I was I was uh, displaced in the uh, snow day downstairs. Otherwise, my all I have is my Pellegrino, so we'll do.
0: <laughs> Pellegrino, I have water. We're good. Okay. Never have I ever performed a Zoom concert. Uh,
1: Zoom concert. Uh, I've uh, I have performed a on like Zoom. I have performed. I have performed a Zoom concert. Never have I ever performed. So yes, I have, (laughs) I forget what you said.
0: Uh, Watched Tiger King.
1: Never have I ever watched Tiger King.
0: Me neither. A lot of musicians are challenging their TikTok following to dances and dance-offs to their songs. So have you ever challenged any of your followers?
1: I don't have TikTok.
0: So that would be
1: enough. Or do I? No, I'm not much of a challenger. <laughs> I
0: don't know. You could do like a guitar cha- challenge, a d- drummer's challenge. Oh, really?
1: Maybe you should head my social media. Done. Cool. Talk Done. talk about it.
0: Okay. Well, you said yes to a Zoom concert, but performed on Instagram Live.
1: No, I'd like to. I'd like to. I, I perform on station at like all the time. I'll go on like secret accounts at like midnight and just like, jam and write new songs. Actually, I wrote my last song, Don't Give Up, because on station had people were like hearing me work on it and they're like, dude, that's the one, that's, do work on that. And I was like, oh, shit. maybe I should work on this song. And then I wrote it.
0: That's so, see, that's gotta be so cool that people are giving you this feedback as you're in the middle of that creative.
1: Process. Yeah, real time, real time. Like, it's like, yeah, there's no more, there's no more, it's, we're all together now, yeah.
2: You
0: know? I agree with you. Give them what they want, right?
2: Um, well, they're
1: giving me what I want, which is like they're my audience, and then uh, you know, and then I like them being there. So if they like something, I'll I'll try to do more of that too. Yeah,
0: I think that's a very smart plan. <laughs> um, okay, never have I ever bought blue light glasses. Uh,
1: I have a blue light lens on my Warby Parker's. It was like an option for fifty bucks, um, and I'm really happy about that move. But I don't have like blue blockers like uh, my dev team does. Station head.
0: Got okay. We'll we'll count it as a yes for this. Cool. Written or created new music since quarantine.
1: Uh, I've written. I've 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 written new music actually for the first time since I was a teenager. I dreamt of a song. I haven't dreamt of music in a very long time. And um, I I woke up and it's it's a very hard thing to do. It's like to wake up and like have the know-how to be like, oh, I was dreaming. I should probably quickly write, get this down. Cause usually like, I'll remember it, you know? <laughs> and you never remember it. It goes for any idea. Um, And I just had the, I, I just had the, 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 the know-how to like, I got up and I had the wherewithal to go record it quickly. Like in the bathroom, like, like with my mouth, like I, all the, everything was in my head. Cause I just heard it. I was just making it in my dream. Uh
0: Did you hear the, beat and the melody in your dream or the words?
1: Yeah, yeah I heard everything. If you hear the voice note, it's like, and then it's like, and then I'm like singing. And I'm like, okay, I think I'll, I think I could put this together later.
0: <laughs> that's funny. Okay, I'll listen
1: to it later. I'll see if it's any good, but that just happened.
0: Well, that, that's, that's, I mean, a lot of people are writing music now. I'm sure there'll all be sad songs about loneliness and all that stuff, but...
1: I was going to write music and then Taylor Swift just decided to like write a thousand songs and I'm like, okay, there's enough things to listen to. I would hope there's a great renaissance from this, um, but we'll see. Yeah.
0: All right. So you have kids. I'm going to assume this next answer is yes. Done family game night or puzzle night. Uh, we, we uh, I,
1: guess, I guess, yes. Um, but both, both being a, a crazy disaster. You know, they're young. So like puzzle pieces are, the puzzle will not be finished. (laughs) The revolution will not be televised.
0: (laughs) Forgotten if you like brushed your teeth or washed your face or like, were you ever like midway through the day? Like, wait, did I? Did I today?
1: Um, Yesterday I realized I didn't eat till, till dinner. And I was like, oh, what? One of those things is the day got away from me. But I know that's not a common thing for pandemic. And I'm not saying that's what I'm doing either. I think we've all...
0: I think most people are eating more during
1: the Yeah, day. yeah, that's why it was extra surprising. I was like, am I okay? I like, is, <laughs> this a, is, this a, is this a symptom? <laughs> I looked it up. Forgot to eat.
0: I got the mid. <laughs> um, is this a symptom? It's a COVID symptom.
1: <laughs> Who forgets to eat in quarantine? That's like ridiculous. Like the only thing to do, right?
0: <laughs> it is the only thing to do. Um, okay, did you when Manhattan was shut down, did you ever take advantage of the empty streets and ride a bike or run from the bottom or top of Manhattan all the way
1: through? No, I've done that when it's alive and well. And when it was uh, shutting down, I, no, I walked around in a hazmat suit, like with a stick and so no I don't come near me like, like a crazy, neurotic, uh, you know, person. <laughs> I, I, because I rode my bike so much in Manhattan, like I was almost crazy with the, 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 you know, my I lock my feet into the wheels and stuff like, like silly. Um, and because I rode so much, I actually had a bunch of N95 masks cause my mom would always make sure I wore cause we're like uh she's very like health conscious. And so I had, I had like the Holy grail. I was like, Holy shit, that mask. Everyone's talking about I, In my closet. I had like all of these masks and, um, it was, uh, it was, I remember I was, I was like trying to figure out who, who needed them, like who was working in, in the medical field in my, in my building at the time, because it was like I had these, I didn't realize how hard they were to get. Um, but yeah, I'd use them on the bridge when I used to, that only lasted a little while. Who knew? I was like, this will last for two weeks. That's what the pandemic will be, right?
0: <laughs> all- I packed
1: my bags for like literally two weeks. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, okay. Learned a new hobby.
2: i i i there this has been
1: uh no no time for a hobby uh, but you, you asked questions about music and and station head and and the, the station head is like i wake up I, I i do that i'm lucky if i remember to eat and uh we got a job to do and uh i i, I plan on you know creating <laughs> creating a hobby for everybody uh maybe professions for everybody as well no i haven't i haven't picked up on a new hobby but i did uh I did show my kid I know how to juggle, so I showed a hobby off.
0: You know how to juggle?
1: Yeah, you (laughs) see? I do, I I, I learned how to juggle when I was a kid.
0: Wow, that's very cool. Okay, so successfully accomplished the game.
1: All right, let's rock. So this is Last Train Home, uh, Jenny's favorite.
2: You haven't changed. So stand in the light I need to see you Uncover my eyes The tears coming down Making lines on your face One for each year now You've been away. We were only kids, we ran like water. Your dad said, Stay away from my daughter. The sun was coming down when I said, Can't you just believe? I'll be your light in the dark if you lose your way, and if you wait for me, I'll be your voice when you don't know what to say, I'll be your shelter, I'll be a faith, I'll be forever, wait for me, I'll be your last dream, I'll be You were a storm, it blew us away. And I wouldn't leave you, hey. but you couldn't stay. We were only kids, we ran like water. Your dad said, Was coming down when I said, Can't you just believe? And if you wait for me, I'll be the light in the dark if you lose your way. And if you wait for me, I'll be your voice when you don't know what to say I'll be your shelter, I'll be your fate, I'll be forever Wait for me, I'll be the last train, I'll be the last train home Hey! We were only kids We ran like water I told your dad I love your daughter The sun was coming down Hey, hey. The sun was coming down. The sun was coming down when I said, I just believe. when it's all so no I've been last train. I've been last train. Oh.
0: Mm. For anyone who's listening and discovering you from this podcast, uh, what song and album should they download right now after listening to all of this?
2: uh if you want
1: to get in the run mood i would say there's a record i made called angels and animals and it's from beginning to end like a true full story like the real reason you make an album right which not much need for anymore unless you have the intention to really build a story from beginning to end and that that is angels and animals um and it it will tell a story and it will inspire uh so it's the idea that humans are a, a, a hybrid between both right um and then uh if you want something a little more mellow like post wine dinner time i would say uh when my son was born i i, I made a i guess a valentine to my new life and coming to terms of you know being a, a dad versus not and uh i wrote this kind of lullaby type very soft mellow record for my apartment in brooklyn just me whispering on a piano with my newborn sometimes literally quite on, on me or in the next room over while I uh, sang this delicate record uh, called After the Elephant. And I'm also really proud of
2: that one.
0: I think they're both good choices. So, <laughs> thank you so much for doing this. I'll let you go and enjoy the rest of the snow day with your kids, because I'm sure that's what they want to do. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, no, this, is, this has been really nice.